Welcome, Legends, to the Hubcast, your central hub for everything Apex. A podcast by fans, for fans. Tips and tricks, deep dives, and everything you need to know from your first drop to that last head pop. Dairy, legendary, what's up, Legends? It's me, Nick, and with me as always... Hi, I'm Nate. It's Nick and Nay, Nick and Nay. It's always great with Nick and Nay, Nick and Nate. I already said I'm Nate. Hi, my my name is Jose. Hi, my name is my name is Jose. Jose, and I'm Hello. Mark. Pino. What is Nick? All right. Uh, how's it going, guys? How's it going, girls? How you doing? Doing good. All right. This is going to be a super casual episode. Um, not a lot to talk about, but we still got some news items to go over. So let's get right into it with we have a care package incoming. So a few things on the docket here. We do have EA talking about how they're going to be going to multiple markets on the PC. So yeah, this one's interesting because for quite a few years now, primarily on PC, EA has just had their own service, you know, EA Access. So that's, you know, or you would go to Origin. Sorry, EA Access is EA's um, like subscription program. You had Origin. Origin was the storefront that you could buy only ea games from so that's where you right now are downloading titanfall titanfall 2 or apex legends well it's interesting to me that they are now going to basically bring their games back to steam and allow valve to bring them back to to publish those games on their store and it's I find it interesting because like this is not an EA move. Like the whole thing, you know, with call with Modern Warfare's whole microtransaction system, everyone was worried what it was going to be and them, you know, coming out and saying like, "Hey, we're not going to do it this way," which it's one of those it was a Nick is right, Nick was right situation because all this stuff was going on with Modern Warfare after the beta and pre-orders dipped, like pre-orders severely dipped and people were voting with their wallet and they saw that change and they were like, oh God, we got to do something because we're going to lose money. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like that can be overstated enough. <laughs> that, that Nick was right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Um, but no, it's very interesting because EA, instead of doubling down, is making a very consumer-friendly choice by having the game be able to go to a different storefront. And this kind of goes back to the whole Epic versus Steam like BS that everyone always gets mad about. Oh, I don't yeah. want to use that launcher. But it's just interesting because like, instead of it still being private for their games, EA is now letting them go to other places. And this is going to start with Fallen Order and Apex Legends. Those are the two that are going to start out that they're going to sell on Steam. Yeah. And that could be because that they're really popular and they want to you know, get more traffic or more revenue instead right. of it just being on their own store. Like Jedi Fallen Order makes sense for that. But I don't know. It's it's very weird. Like it's a cool thing, but I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously coming from a non-PC player, it's it's hard to gauge my reaction to it because it's just like 
yay. But it is interesting from a like business perspective to go from your own launch to just be like, all right, Steam, you can have it, you know. And it's obviously for money. I mean, that there's no secret behind that, right? Um, but yeah, it's just so weird that you know, yeah, they would go they would go that way because it does kind of seem, you you know, now you say consumer friendly, and I mean. Is it consumer friendly? Yeah, I guess, but it's also EA. So, yeah, this could this could very well be a solely EA business decision that we usually can't stand, but it actually ends up working out yeah, for true. us because we don't have to worry. But because I mean, Origin, it's an easy it's an easy launcher to understand, but it is definitely more of an extra step than the like the epic game store you literally download open it up and it's there you know exactly where everything is there's a library button there is a store button that's it with origin it's a little more in depth it's kind of harder to find certain things and you really have to set it up and then Mm. you can buy a game so yeah you know it's beneficial for us but I, i i don't know i don't know if he did this consciously or that knowing we would be happy about it or we just ended up being happy about it. I don't, right? I don't know if it was just happenstance that we're actually happy with EA. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's um, been since 2011 since they've released a game on steam. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 20 years, right? Oh, sh- Oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> In two years, it'll be 20 years. It's been 18 years. Wait, hold on. I just wanted to mess with you. That's not right. No, 10 years. Yeah. In two years, it'll be 10 years, so it's been eight years. I was like, it's not been 18 years. Steam hasn't been around for 18 years. <laughs> See? I messed with you enough to make you mess everything Damn it, up. Damn man. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. I win. Um, we also had a little bit of a link. Link? Link. It's a link to the past. Anyways, no. We had a leak uh, happen. It's not a super big one, but it's just kind of, like, interesting. But anyways, there might be something um, added to the ping system and that is the don't shoot ping now i don't think this was necessarily a leak i think this was actually popped up by a reddit user who maybe thought it was a good idea but what's interesting about this is that a lot of respawn you know developers and animators and other people who work on the game for Mm -hmm. you know work on apex they have been it's been picking up traction with them like they're sharing it and they're like retweeting it or you know giving it attention it's like oh mm-hmm. maybe this is either a thing they've been developing or this is something mm-hmm. that they will um but basically from my understanding of what it'll do is <laughs> is uh, basically make your team not so trigger happy you know if it's implemented Hopefully. correctly so if you're in an area where you need to lie low and you have someone who spotted enemies far off you could hit mm-hmm. that ping icon saying don't shoot like just wait and that adds another adds actually a really big tactical tacticality layer to the game on what it already is. Cause the ping system yeah. that they've implemented in the game is easily the best one that we've seen of any kind. Oh yeah. Implemented like, in the I game. was playing, I was playing blackout the other day because my buddy had just gotten blackout black ops and we tried out zombies or whatever, but he wanted to try out blackout. So I was like, all right, fine. And Oh God, it's so jarring. It's so jarring because it's like, how are you supposed to know where people are saying numbers? Oh, he's at 376. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, uh, yeah, I always didn't care for that. It's so much easier to be like, ping, he's over there. He's over yeah, there. He's right there. And, he's and, literally right there. Yeah. You we, see that rock? He's behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Uh, and we said it on the first episode too, but the fact of how well they're able to implement it for a controller, because Pink System, right. it's pretty easy to do on PC, but it's yeah. just a simple button click on a controller. It works mm-hmm. perfectly. So for them to develop that Pink System even more and add more depth to it, I think it's great. And I hope yeah. that that's something that they do. And if this was from this Redditor who just thought it was a good idea, mm-hmm. I bet he feels phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, I also like going back to what you say, how it's easy on a controller. Like I also like how when you get used to it, you can, you can use the various things. Cause obviously if you just do tap R1, it's contextual. If you're looking at a door, they're going to say, Hey, there's a door over here. If you're looking at a loot box, Hey, there's a loot box over here, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and then if you hold it down, it gives you a wheel. And if you memorize where everything is, like, I can usually pop off a, hey, somebody's been here, you know, that red icon. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, I'm going to loot over here. I can usually do that pretty fast because I'm, I'm so used to where it is. Um, it's the other ones that I don't use a lot, like, hey, let's defend this area or, hey, let's attack over here or something like that, you know. But still, having that option just be like, guys don't shoot you know not that anybody might listen but you know yeah um, yeah exactly. <laughs> hopefully you'll be stuck with you know point being giving us more ways to communicate is the best thing you know because sometimes um by marking an enemy you might be inadvertently telling your teammates to go attack and that might not be your intention. You might just be saying, hey, there's somebody over here. Not necessarily saying, hey, I want you to attack this person. Yeah. And if you don't have mics and that's how you're communicating, you ping somebody, hey, there's somebody over there. And your teammates automatically go into thirst mode and they're just like, oh, I'm so parched. And they go in <laughs> you know, for a kill or something. That might not be what you wanted. Instead, you were just letting them know, hey, there's somebody over there. Let's be mindful. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it just adds a little bit more strategic nature to it because you could just like, hey, there is somebody over there, but don't shoot. Let's see what happens. Because you could even be trying to set up an ambush. And it's so hard to set up an ambush unless you have a mic system. You know, now with this don't shoot, hopefully, I I think it's a great idea. So I hope they implement it. But hopefully with this, they'll essentially, I can mark somebody don't shoot, letting them know, okay, okay. Let's see what happens and then do the double tap to say, okay, now attack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Good. No, it's really good. It's a really, really good idea. <laughs> and it's one of those that it'll easily, if they implement that and maybe make some additional changes, if they see any are necessary, it quickly makes it. It quickly turns the game into whenever I'm playing with someone who doesn't have a mic, I automatically think they're a dick. If they're actually using it, then it's like, oh, you're a nice guy. You just don't have a microphone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's just the more tools they give us, the better, you know, and it's I feel like the ping system needs to be a staple like in all video games now, because like I said, going from that to like Call of Duty Blackout, it, it was so jarring. And I mean, I, I I hate to say it, but even Fortnite, they started a ping system. Now, granted, it was in after them, but I feel like it's such a well, it's such a good implemented um, words. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a good, a good implemented, implemented 
mechanics that I feel like it's just like sliding. Sliding is almost synonymous with first person shooters now. It's yeah. just something that when you have a when you have a first person shooter that doesn't let you slide, it feels off, right? Yeah. So I feel like ping needs to be the new next step in evolution of first person shooters because just being able to communicate without having a mic, you know, or if you're just an antisocial type of person. Now, I think that that would work well for Call of Duty in terms of a game mode like Ground War or maybe mm. like with Modern Warfare specifically, their spec ops, their spec ops seem to be really large and gigantic. <sighs> so um, I think that worked better. That would work better there. I don't think you could put a ping system in Call of Duty in just normal modes because on mm-hmm. a map like for TDM, I, I feel like there's not a point or if it was, you would just have people spamming it consistently. Because yeah. you're always running into someone. True, so, true. But I mean, but yeah, like I get squad what you're based, if you're in a squad, exactly, and, exactly. You know, squad based, it makes sense. Battlefield so even in ground war, if you're in a squad, you know, and then yeah, battlefield's another really good example because that's at least like strategic in the in the sense that you have the different classes and everything. So yeah, that's something. All right, the next story's for you, you silly. So we talked about before on this podcast um, some PlayStation news that was, I think it was mostly revolving around crossplay. Um, but I imagine that we have a good amount of you guys that play on Xbox, and if you do, you've probably already seen this. But um, Xbox has this program called All Access, which basically it's almost the exact same thing as a phone lease. That's the best comparison I can think of. Is you know you're leasing out a phone, you can upgrade at any time once you get to a certain point um now with this you can get xbox game pass live and like a 1x or a 1s for anywhere between 17 to 25 dollars a month that's what you're paying for and you get two years of uh xbox live and games pass yeah yeah it's all blended in together with that price well they just released some news saying that if you have a 1X, I don't know if you'll be able to do it with the 1S just yet, but if you have a 1X, you can upgrade to the Scarlet when it comes out and don't have to pay for the console outright. So most gamers don't have the kind of money to buy every console that comes out. So yep. this is kind of a big news, especially, and this is kind of one of those things that going back to consumer-friendly choices, this is great. Mm-hmm. And someone even calculated it when they first were talking about this program. They calculated what it would end up being with interest. And honestly... It was like maybe 40, 50, 80 bucks more than if you were just to buy Game wow. Pass for yeah. two years, um, Xbox Live for two years, and the console. So yep. it was pretty much the same cost. So yep. it's one of those that if you want to get Scarlet and play, <laughs> bring it back, whatever game Respawn comes out with on the new consoles, ah. you can just upgrade to it and you don't have to pay for it outright. So that's Definitely. really cool. Yeah. It's interesting. It's definitely one thing that's made me want to consider getting an exactly. Xbox. I've exactly. always been a Sony pony. But if they have something like that and like as long as I have the income to do it, why the hell not, you know? <laughs> I mean, we already pay like 15 10 bucks a month for Netflix and and Amazon. Exactly. Like we already we're we are unfortunately a generation that's used to yeah, Disney Plus, thank you. <laughs> we are unfortunately are a generation where we are used to subscription services. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like it's anything new. Yeah. 
And then we're going to finish off Care Package with a question of the show. So they did the nerf for the charge rifle. Now, I use the charge rifle on occasion, but I wouldn't say I use it religiously. So I personally don't really notice that much of a difference with it. So I'd really like to put the question out there. What do you think about the charge rifle now after the nerf? You know, is it better? Is it worse? Is it a little bit more balanced? Let us know. That's the question of the show. So let's go ahead and move on. Um, you know, obviously, if you're enjoying the show, please go on to our Twitter. You can go to Apex Legends Cast and follow us there. You can also go to our Discord, which is always in the description or in pinned to the top of our Twitter account or link in bio. Make sure you can check out our T-shirts. You know, we have a couple of T-shirts out there. Really good. And if you just like what we're doing here, you know, you want to support us. We have a couple other podcasts like the Nerd Radio or Disney Plus, which is our uh, You, Us, and Disney Plus. That's with me and my wife. If you'd like to support us in any kind of way, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash 3 productions So let's go into our topic of the show. All right, so today's topic, I felt like it it was a topic that kind of got brought up like right before we started. Basically, I went into a couple of matches of Shadowfall and I realized that there's not a lot of people playing it. So um, my first one took forever to find a match. And then when I finally got in, there was only like 32 players or something like that. Then as people were dying, you know, I feel like, the first couple of people who die, they don't stay on as a shadow fall. They end up ducking out anyways. But by the end, there were maybe 10 shadow fall and 10, you know, people. So it's like, I mean, for one, if you want to get that win on a legend, like if you haven't gotten that yet, might be a little bit easier to do it now. On the other hand, it just kind of shows me like this game mode is kind of dead in the sense, you know, and you know, we brought up our criticisms last time, and I felt like, in general, if you looked at the Reddit and you looked at the community in general, I felt like it wasn't that far off from what we were saying, which is the balancing just wasn't there, you know? And so it's just so interesting for this to just kind of come out with a little splash and then just not really that much happen with it. And it's one of those things we also are saying that very casually, critically. I mean, we're not saying as one of, <clears throat> like, I know a lot of people get not necessarily offended, but they're always immediate to jump on the bandwagon. When you say it's like dead, it's very aggressive. No, yeah, true. I mean, technically it is dead because you do die. So that is a good pun right yeah. there. <laughs> but no, it's, it's genuinely like if there's not a lot of people, like if, if you jump into a match that's supposed to be designed for that, and you only have 34 players mm-hmm. in total. It's like, Which that's a sign. Like, yeah. That's see, now the second one, the second one, I think there were only 24 players. Yeah, so that, I mean so that's a like, sign that ugh. people aren't playing the mode. So it's one of those that I I don't know I don't know I, it's from just a appearance standpoint. I can recall people talking about solos when they had the solos mode for a few weeks. Like I mean, it was definitely it was basically a consistent talk, and people were jumping in as long as it as long as it was going on for. Whereas the like you said the initial splash that we heard about shadowfall and people talking about it and being like oh yeah it's like infection and you know me mostly saying that and then um 
you know, mm. basically after a week, everybody just stopped talking about it. And it's like, yeah, interesting. Like, I don't want to say that this is a stinker, but this is definitely one for them it's to look at and fresh. see <laughs> what's, what's going on. What happened here? Right. And I mean, that's definitely kind of what I wanted to go with, with the topic is basically like, what is the future? Because I personally think this is my theory. And, you know, if somebody would like to correct me from the respawn people, I'd love it. But I feel like I don't know how much play testing they did. Because to me personally, I don't think the balancing's there. You know, the fact I talked about it last time, the fact that you can have a gold armor and you can still get taken down in two hits. You know, the fact that like there's so many icons, there's so many like, okay, here's where a player died. Here's where, you know, a zombie died and all that. So like you can use those in like, I feel like if you're a zombie, you should be able to see where zombies are dying. If you're a legend, you should be able to see where legends are dying, but you shouldn't be able to see both icons because if i see that over here there's zombies dying well i know that there's a legend over there so i could go over there and kill that person right right and then same thing when when i'm a zombie when i see that there's zombies dying i know there's a legend there i can go there and i can kill them so i just feel like it i don't know how much play testing they did because it's just the balance is not there you know and it gets to it gets to the point where it just feels unfair now here's another thing um me personally i played with headphones i always play with headphones but um i was at i want to say containment and i was loot boxing and i heard something but it was the sound of the of the roar like you know and he was doing his little fire breath or whatever and then so i thought i heard something but i'm like oh, okay and so then i kept doing what i was doing all of a sudden i'm dead like, I let, let me know, please, please, please let me know. Is this just me or like, do they not make a lot of noises? I never hear them coming, never. And so then I die and it feels really cheap. It feels like a cheap death because I just, I didn't see it coming. Um, and it, yeah, I don't know. So that's just, that's just me. I just don't know. All right. So I just got into a match and sure enough, yeah, there are only 34 players playing in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's a visual, it's, it's the whole thing we've come back to you before with pay with your wallet and people aren't protesting this by any means, but they just don't want to play it. They just want to play something Mm -hmm. else. So, and and I talked about it before too, last episode where it could be a thing with balancing or it could be something as simple as, Hey, for this mode, let's just remove these kinds of shields and make it to where, Mm -hmm. let's say the highest you have is a purple or blue. And yep. if you have purple or blue, it's one, two, or three hits. I mean, I feel yep. like that's something that's. And granted, again, we're not developers. It couldn't. It might not be as simple as that. But in terms of what I think would be the easiest fixed, yeah, fix for this would be that because you're right. It doesn't make any sense for them for you to have a gold shield and you still get hit in two. Yeah. To, I mean, maybe if the. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if the, the gold backpack was in there, but maybe it would balance out if you were able to revive yourself from being back up. But I don't. Mm, yeah, that'd be the only one that makes sense, is the gold knockdown. But yeah. anyways, I mean, what? So going off of this, one of the main things I kind of wanted to talk about was the future of limited time modes. 
you know, like, should they happen as often? You know, that's kind of the route I wanted to go down. I personally think that it would be good for them to do a little bit more playtesting in the future because I don't know if we need them this often if they're going to be this half-baked. Yeah, I can... I feel like we could have a limited time mode every other season. Well, I don't, once a season wouldn't be good, wouldn't it be bad, but I kind of feel like, you know, like, is there going to be another one for Christmas? Or Yeah, I my, see, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, my main point is that I just, I don't know if this was really, they kind of went in there half-cocked, in my opinion. And so I'd rather see less of them, but when they happen, they last twice the amount because this is only 20 days keep that in mind so this is only 20 days i'd like to see them last either the same amount maybe a little bit more but just i want to see them more thought out you know because i kind of feel like they're like hey wouldn't it be cool if you came back as a zombie and then you know but like how much further into play testing did they get because it just it seems super unbalanced one way or the other i'm calling it right now by the way we're talking about future limited time modes Nate from Apex Legends Hubcast is calling it right now. I think next year, on the anniversary of the game coming out, they're either going to add it permanently or going to do a limited time mode for Titans. Yeah, okay. Because I think that's something... What would be a good way to celebrate a year of this game being out. Yeah. A mode that a lot of people want. And it's something that's very Titanfall on brand and something that could be super fun and have people talking about the game the following year. Yeah. For like to start off its two year cycle for yeah. start off its two year. You know what I'm saying? No, that makes sense. I mean, I could definitely see something like that. I mean, oh, we've talked about it so many times now. It, it almost just seems like, you know, just, you know, broken record, but yeah, some kind of, I just, in the few, I just hope they start treating their their limited time modes differently because yeah. it just seems so out of left field and it's just I don't yeah, we know. Don't, Sorry, go ahead. We don't need them super like you're saying. We don't need them super often. Like yeah. I I think it's cool that it fit um, the Halloween theme. Oh yes, definitely the mode. And that was that was great. But mm-hmm. it's one of those that for Christmas I don't think we need an LTM. Yeah, you know, just give us a good season. Yeah, of content. And I mean, I think that's the thing is that like conceptually, this was a really good idea. And I guess that's what makes it so frustrating because it's like it's right there. It's right on the cusp of being awesome because it's like one, we get to go back to Kings Canyon. Like that's awesome. I love that. But then going in back to Kings Canyon at the expense of not having a great game mode is what I feel like a lot of people are reacting to. Right. Yeah. I think that's the that's the biggest thing. So, so yeah. I mean, now now let me let me ask you, do you recall at all um, how long it was until, you know, Fortnite came out with their creative mode? Because I remember that was the mm. first big mode that they came out with that was pretty popular because it stayed for it was in it was in normal rotations for limited time modes. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say that had to have been that was well well past one year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe once they get a little bit more comfortable, we'll have kind of a staple limited time mode that will pop up. And it could be solos. It could very well be. That does seem to be a little bit more like an integration, a full Mm -hmm. integration into the game rather than a limited time mode. But with the way that Apex is designed, it being unique from other Battle Royale games, I could see that not being the case. But yeah, it's one of those that 
quality over quantity is Mm -hmm. i think going to be the best thing here just give us a few that are super high quality that makes us want to play them again so you can keep refreshing them and bring them back in uh keep keep them in constant rotation every now and again Mm -hmm. that's what we want we don't want a bunch of modes that we thought were fun at the time and don't miss you want to make something that we will miss and will basically give you an easy pass to get people to come back to the game if you have absolutely you know if your numbers go down and i feel like that could have been this you know and i mean there i i guess i now i'm just broke i don't want to go too far into it because yeah i feel I like it's we're a already stopping point for the yeah i mean because yeah is i just want to see better in the future and that's always our mindset you know on the show is that you know it's not that we hate everything it's not that you know we think that it should be like taken canceled cancel culture definitely not that i really feel like like the reason like we want this to be better is because it's like we see the potential you know yeah but yeah obviously we want to see we want to hear your opinion on the matter we want to know you know what do you think about the limited time mode um you know what do you like about it what do you not like about it what would you like to see in the future if they did something similar to this I would like to see, I'm calling it now. I would like to, if there is a wintertime mode, I would like to see Titans implemented as abominable snowmen. (laughs) (laughs) Just big furry Titans going around. You know what I think would be, I don't know. And they throw snowballs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this would be a one for one swap, but I like when um, developers do, do unique stuff to change the gameplay. That's kind of just cosmetic. So for example, do you, did you ever play advanced warfare? Well, yeah, I mean, I want to say I played it a lot, but I knew enough about it, I guess. Do you, so rem- what- do you remember when they had that setting where you could turn it on to where you were, it was paintball mode, basically? So instead of oh, bullets, yeah, you yeah. shoot paintballs. I yeah. think that'd be cool if they did stuff like that for seasonal events. Like for Christmas, obviously, have it like like you can throw a snowball and it's like a melee or, you know, do something like that. I think that would be a cool, mm. good supplement for a full limited time mode. Like give us good fun tweaks that, change the way the game plays yeah. a or little grenades bit. are now snowballs exactly yeah, so that's a good one when too. they explode just a bunch of snow goes everywhere yeah i can agree with that one yeah mm-hmm. but yeah basically it's kind of all the same thing <laughs> yeah 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 just little tweaks in here here and there just to make things fun i mean because even when they added the limited time like map map areas like the wraith one and the octane one those were just fun little additions they didn't really change up anything that much but it was just you know fun so um but yeah let us know what you guys think about it and so now we're going to go into our you know our last little kind of topic it was something that nate kind of brought up i'll let you kind of lead into it now there was one last thing we wanted to talk about and as of monday the 28th Yes, it is the 29th now. As of Monday the 28th, um, it was Titanfall 2's three-year anniversary. Ooh. That's pretty It's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts for a game that pretty much was sent out to die, but mm. has been able to stay around. It was pretty much the zeitgeist until Apex Legends came along in terms of that universe. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of wanted to, first to say really congratulations that it's been three years since the game came out and it's still got such a big fanfare and just kind of wanted because you know apex is in the titanfall universe just to have just a short little talk about you know titanfall or titanfall 2 and you know maybe it'll maybe we'll segue into what could what more could be taken from that to put Mm -hmm. into the game but probably just to really sing its praises because titanfall 2 really is a phenomenal game yeah 
Yeah, Titanfall. Good talk. All right. Huh? (laughs) Good talk. All right. (laughs) Now, one of the things that I really enjoy about Titanfall, like I said at the beginning, is is primarily how like when the game came out, it was great. Like it Mm -hmm. was it was a great game from the very beginning. It wasn't like the biggest defender, No Man's Sky, where it came out dead and then eventually over the years got better. Mm-hmm. It was always great, but it was definitely an underdog game. It was overshadowed. And then a couple years later, everyone was like, oh, wow, this game is really phenomenal. Like, why are we sleeping on this? Yeah. And it kind of brought more life into the game. More people were playing it. And Titanfall 2 is one of those multiplayers that I, if I'm in the mood for it, I that's kind of my go-to. Like mm-hmm. if I just want a smooth shooter experience, I'll go play Titanfall 2 because it feels so good. And the gunplay, it's one of my honestly favorites compared to Call of Duty. Like yes. Call of Duty is always my go-to shooter, but Titanfall 2, God. And what's even better is I'm way better at Titanfall 2 than I am at Call of Duty. I don't know Definitely. what it is, but I am like surprisingly good at Titanfall 2 <laughs> compared you, to Call of Duty. You know, one thing I feel like that makes Call of, or Titanfall way better than Call of Duty is obviously the movement. That's kind of a no-brainer. But it's also just like how it makes you feel no but like when you have the one modes where like you have like the little drones or whatever and they're walking around it feels good to just go around and like shoot some of the grunts and it gives you that like morality boost to then go take down a pilot and not a lot of other games have that same kind of mentality where that you can you can basically just feel good about yourself. Like, oh, I'm doing really good. And so then at the end, you have like, you know, 50 kills. Granted, it is counting like the grunts and the strikers or what are the bigger ones called? Strikers, but it also oh, good. does I got it, right. it also does kind of break it down to how many of each you killed. True, but I'm just saying like the, you get an overall number. That overall number is huge and you're like, wow, I did really good. And so the mentality behind it is really good. It's kind of like with Overwatch how you know like you you get credit for like an elimination even if you only do did part of the damage you know it's similar to that but i feel like in a first person shooter like militarized kind of game it does the best at just kind of making you feel good about yourself you know and not only that but then like the survival mode is also really good and they have a really good single player so it's like it's got the best of like all three worlds like for first person shooting at least and also, because we bitch and complain a lot about microtransactions, Titanfall 2 had a pretty good microtransaction system. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. They sold a lot of cosmetic stuff. And it's what's nice about Titanfall 2, it's always on sale. The Ultimate Edition, which gives you a bunch of stuff that go towards the microtransactions, mm-hmm. is always like five bucks, five or six bucks. True. And I actually, I have it on disc, but I bought it again, the <laughs> Ultimate Edition, because I was like, I could buy another copy, a digital copy of the game for six bucks, or I could buy the Ultimate Edition, which just gives me more stuff of the game I'm already playing for five bucks. And I'm like, that's, I get a game plus additional stuff? Yep. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, but that's but definitely, now, let me, let me, go ahead. Sorry. No, you were going to continue. I was going to segue to something else. Go ahead. Oh, Okay. Um, and I feel like the the feel of the Titanfall universe is the number one reason why I love Apex, because it's so fluid and everything. If this was just another first-person shooter, well, it's like, well, we already have that. We have Blackout. We have, you know, Firewall, Firestorm. 
right? I don't know what the hell it's Firewall called. Firewall Zero Hour is the VR game. Firestorm, I think I know. Oh, oh, that's oh ba- yeah, Firestorm is Battle Royale. That's is Battlefield. Battlefield. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. So yeah, so yeah, um, so yeah, we already have first-person shooters, you know, and I feel like that is the number one reason why I like Apex over Fortnite, over Blackout, over H1Z1, any kind of other battle royale. The reason I like it so much is because it's first-person shooter and it has that fluid movement. I feel like I can be moving at all times, and it just feels so natural. And it 1000 percent gets that from the titanfall dna yeah yeah it does titanfall is easily the king of the jetpack jetpack shooters like it, because it was the first you know i will argue that black ops 3, hashtag first black ops 3 is good like i think their movement <laughs> system out of all out of all of the call of duty jetpack games it's my well, favorite pack okay yes yeah yeah out of my favorite jetpack call of duties it's my favorite because it feels the best that was the first one that was like oh this feels really solid and good but titanfall man you can just whip around like super crazy sci-fi like you could use the grappling hook shoot it from your hand and then grab to your titan and the titan will grab you and put you in the cockpit like i mean it's just super like it's superhero stuff you know it really just makes you feel good but like like you were saying with the grunts and you know the strikers and the bots like it it makes you build up momentum so let's say you like you're running your wall running you throw a grenade you take out five grunts you're like oh that felt good and then you're about to see a pilot and it's like i have that high momentum i'm gonna take this guy out like your Mm -hmm. morale is is a lot higher now is it stressful okay so the only bad thing i will say about titanfall 2 good lord the sound design in the game it's so loud it is Mm -hmm. so extremely loud every time that i'm in the middle of a titan fight where like we're going like toe to toe i have to turn my headset down because it's just like like it's like i feel like i'm breaking my speakers like it's so overbearingly loud but the the last thing that i was going to ask you um when did you play titanfall 2's campaign did you play it when it came out or did you play it a little bit later uh when it came out So how did you feel about it when it came out? Like in terms of other first-person shooter campaigns you've played before, how did you feel about it? I honestly didn't feel like it was as big of a deal as everybody was putting it out. I feel like people were more excited that there was a campaign rather than the fact that it was actually a really good campaign. Yeah, so I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, However, I do, I think I enjoy it a little bit more just because it's, the story beats, even though they were small, like like your relationship with BT, like I really enjoyed that. I thought that that was really fun. And that was also the same year we had Infinite Warfare where you had another robot companion, Ethan, in Infinite Warfare. So it was kind of a comparison of the two. But um, I, I like it a lot. I think the story, the, the set piece moments... I think that's the best thing about it is the set piece moments. So you have the one mission where you're literally swapping from going in the past back to the present, like, and it's an actual gameplay loop. So, Oh, you can't get past this wall here. Cause there's turrets go to the past where there's an opening. Now come back and take out the turrets. Mm. And then you have the whole thing with the one level where they're building that world. Like you're in that factory while they're building these like, farms and houses and stuff like that and you're wall running and you're parkouring through all of it parkour um and it's just like wow this is awesome this feels good but i mean i'm in the same boat you are i don't think it's 
phenomenal like everyone else does, especially with other first-person shooter campaigns I've played in the past. But it's unique, and it's something. It's one that definitely deserves a spot um, in someone's list for like one of the best. <laughs> Why campaigns. did you just drop? <laughs> so I was accidentally. <laughs> so <laughs> I was accidentally messing with my chair, and I hit the I hit the button that made it go down, and I just shot down like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah like I said we just kind of wanted to talk celebratorily about Titanfall 2 and mostly Titanfall 2 Titanfall 1's great it's fun it's the original but I feel like Titanfall 2 is kind of better in every way oh yeah so it made it feel like more like a hero shooter in the sense of like each of the Titans had their own strengths and weaknesses right right but it felt like it had the hero shooter DNA, but then it also had like the call of duty DNA. Cause like you had to wait to get your Titan. And when you got your Titan, it felt like an achievement. You know, it felt like, like obviously call of duty for a while. And I was had like ultimates or whatever. And those feel fine, but they also They're feel not nearly so as satisfying. thrown away. It's just like, exactly. here, pull out a grenade, poo, 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 poo. You might get a couple kills if you're, if you time it right, but they never just, they never really stick out to me as like, oh my God, this is the, I'm you calling know, in a giant drop robot, exactly. dropship robot and just, just wrecking shop. Yeah. yeah. Punching a pilot with your fist and killing him is the most satisfying thing. <laughs> yes. Or like picking him up in the air and then just like, oh, or just like. <laughs> if they run in front of you, you just shoot them and they explode. It feels so good. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably going to be the end of the show. Like I said, super casual this time around. Um, if you can, please go to our uh, Twitter at uh, Apex Legends Cast or head to our Discord where we have a lot of conversations there. You can do our question of the show. What do you think about the charge rifle? It's nerf. Is it better or worse? Let us know there. Discord's in the um description down below and um you can also check out some of our other shows like our new disney plus podcast which is you us and disney plus um me and my wife are having a super fun time doing that um we have a rando movie of the week so if you're interested in that or if you're just a fan of disney go ahead and give it a listen uh but i was your host nick and i was your host nate and we'll see you down at the world's edge where it's gonna be legend Wait for it.